You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Go Salicata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Started the show talking about Anthony Rizzo and the Yankees, the Bronze Bombers. What's next? Yeah, big deal. You brought back Rizzo. Good, great, grand. What are the Yankees going to do now other than, you know, try to bring back Aaron Judge and then potentially bring back Andrew Benintendi and hope for health? I mean, that should be the slogan you know what, Yanks? You could have it. It's on me. I mean, I've been hard on you guys. I understand that. The Bronze Bombers and, you know, Booney, a data applicator. By the way, that uh, I think you could check that tonight. Uh, they were doing the awards yesterday. Buck Showalter, of course, manager of the year in the National League. Tonight, they will unveil the data applicator of the year, and Boone is a, apparently a heavy favorite. But you could have it on me. Hope for health. Come see the Yankees. Hope for health, 2023. We didn't get into the Mets, but with their, you know, with their rumors and rumblings, it's always about, it seems, the pitching. Whether it's Kodai Senga, who is a pitcher from Japan, who I'm intrigued by. You know, it's hard to know how it's going to translate when you're talking about players coming over from Japan, but it is exciting and, you know, new and fun to watch. I, you know, love every time that that's the case. Yankees have had great success with it. Well, for the most part, Mets really have not. But um, we'll see what happens if the Mets, and they're planning to meet with Kodai Senga as part of, you know, they're trying to patch up that rotation. But, of course, the big piece is going to be Jacob deGrom. And Andy Martino of SNY reported that the Mets are also considering going after Justin Verlander because they feel like the Rangers are serious suitors for DeGrom. And as I've been telling you all along, do the math. Use common sense, whether it's something I've told you, whether it's reports you've heard. Now, I'm not saying DeGrom's definitively not coming back to the Mets, but it was clear to me by his actions and by everything that I heard, he did not want to be back with the Mets. He does not like New York. And it seems that the Mets are preparing themselves for the possibility of DeGrom going to the Rangers. Now, why would, if DeGrom really wanted to be a Met and really wanted to be in New York, for the obvious reasons, lifelong Met, that's cool. Mets are a now winning organization. You know, obviously not talking about championships, but winning 100 games and hope to be winning championships. Certainly the Rangers are not that. Mets have prepared themselves to make a substantial offer to Jacob DeGrom. It's not like Edwin Diaz or Anthony Rizzo with the Yankees. It's different. And you just get the feeling, I do anyway, that DeGrom doesn't truly want to be here. Now, if he does leave for Texas, 
The question then becomes, all right, well, what do the Mets do? What's plan B? Is it Justin Verlander? Would you be opposed to that? I mean, I don't love the idea of two guys that are pushing 40 or however old they are, you know, Verlander and Scherzer will be next year. I mean, you're talking about older guys atop their rotation and, again, relying on them to stay healthy and perform at the end of the season. Now, it's better than nothing and maybe better than some of the mid-type options. Carlos Rodon, I know, is a favorite of many. I was talking to Terry Collins about him. Even Todd Zeal, they were both raving about Carlos Rodon. Maybe that's the way that they could go there. But it's first and foremost. And look, it's going to take multiple arms. You can't replace Jacob DeGrom. First and foremost, though, find out what exactly is going on with DeGrom. And the Mets have said they're not going to wait. They want DeGrom back. They've let it be known. But they also have to start considering, all right, you know what? We can't get left here standing at the altar. You got to go out there and see what the possibilities would be of some of these other guys. So weighing the idea of Justin Verlander and will be meeting with Kodai Senga. That's where the Mets are looking at, at least at the moment, for pitching. And then we talked about it earlier, the Yankees weighing Brandon Nimmo and potentially interested in him. This is like the calm before the storm. All right, Rizzo's back. What's going to happen over the next couple of days or weeks? Hopefully not months, but you would expect days and weeks where you get some of these big decisions. And then once one chip falls, usually the rest are not too far behind. 877-337-6666. It's Popcorn Rob in Babylon. Popcorn. Sal, how you doing, man? First What's up? And foremost, you know, as always, thanks for taking my call. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to speak on – I really wanted to speak on a, quite a few things, but I'm going to make it fast. Yeah, you got time. You can First go to four foremost, this morning. I got I to say, I got to say that um, you picked the right one when you said Buck Show. Well, remember before, you know, when we were – when, when they were uh, searching oh, yeah. For, yeah, man. I, How you know, about people and calling said, and, and doubting said, me, Popcorn? Did. People were calling and saying that they wanted Matt Quattraro. Please, Matt Quattraro. But, I said anybody but Buck. Because of, of the history of the fact that he hadn't won, you know, he's a playoff guy. guy gets to the playoffs and that's, you know, that was usually... Well, that happened up. again. Right. I, well, I know. But I think that, um, I don't know, I, thought, I really believe that the Mets are going to make it to the, so I just, I'm, you, know, to the to, you know, to the World Series. I just can't, I don't know. With these batters, though, even with the Yankees, man, and, and everybody's getting on Donaldson and and um and Torres, but it, you got to look at one thing. Every time there was a, a a rally when they was losing those games, Donaldson and and, and uh, uh Gleyber Torres was always the ones that were involved with those with those you know little yeah. not rallies, but but it was only because um, they, it was only because Ben Intendi it was only because Ben Intendi and Lemay no, were hurt. But, that was the issue. But, but Sal, Sal, what I'm saying is yeah. this. Everybody's talking about getting rid of these guys, right? But my point being said is that these guys were always, even when I'm talking about with the loss, with the loss of the games that were, that they were losing. And when they, you know, they got had their little, you know, base hits or whatever, or man reaching base or whatever. The ones that were always involved with those, you know, base hit or double, but they didn't reach, you know, the plate. You know what I'm saying? It was always, I've always known that it was always Donaldson and Gleyber Torres in some way. If you look at it, no, if you look it wasn't at it, you just know, that. The no, it was, it was everybody. It, it was, look, Judge, right. didn't get, Judge didn't get the job done in the postseason. Right. Matt Carpenter was but awful point, in the postseason. Right, but Sal, what I'm saying is they were at least reaching base. 
those guys were contacting the ball. And I can't understand why they why why their their batting average was so low because it seems like I mean the whole the whole major league baseball they have real low um you know uh, um, yeah because nobody puts I, an emphasis on hitting anymore they want everybody and, it, and it's and it, 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 Sal, it's, it's disgusting because that's why we're not getting any action and when I talk about when I speak about how it'll you know, change next year though it'll change next year with well the yeah shift because being, of the shift being yeah. out yeah. but yeah because you it got to be some sort of action that's why I like how I didn't say I didn't question. Um, you know, uh, uh, Aaron, um, um, Aaron Judge. I didn't question his his ability to hit because I do know he's a big, you know, he's a big hitter. But I said that you standing out there in 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 in, in right field. You understand what I'm saying? And you not is no action. And especially if you go one for four or one for three and they walked you. What what did you do to earn a hundred and fifty thousand dollars? For that 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 game, man, because he's getting if they give him over three hundred million dollars, he's gonna earn a hundred and fifty thousand a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a game. You did that math? Impressive, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, but my point is, is that who's going to pay somebody a hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you are not? execute you're not producing at least yeah, but, but popcorn least that's what infield, that's what they do that's what they do right i, I mean, understand but, that and that's why athletes know, Kyle, aren't going to produce before, every single night and you can't break it down in the math it's not your money what do you care these are, it. Yeah, that's what and, these guys get that's their, that's their contract that's why we get on them if right. they don't perform and and you know what sal because of us being you know the fans and paying into it i'm not even disputing it and i did have to take a look at the fact that you know he, he's a market like you know, you got a lot of people that even if he's not producing what it is, he's still performing. He's still here. He's like Broadway. Like you, you know, he's still a part of New York, and we know that if he goes out to San Francisco, he's not going to get a stage as big as New York. Everybody knows that New York is the biggest stage in the world, and we understand that. We know that. That's why we as fans are so you know. Yeah, but he's from he's from I'm there. He's from like he's from Northern California and grew up a and thank you for the call popcorn and grew up a Giants fan. Maybe to him he wants that. Now again, I don't think that I, I believe, and I've said this all along, and I still believe it now. Although the one thing that I'm starting to be more open to is the Yankees potentially making a at least extremely comparable offer to the Giants. It seems like it's a two-team race, and you don't really know that. But it seems like we know the Yankees definitively want Aaron Judge. Hal said it. They let him know, we want you here, we want you to be a lifelong Yankee, we're ready to pay, blah, 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 blah. We've also heard that the Giants will not be outbid. Okay, well, there's only one Aaron Judge. So somebody is going to lose the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. And Judge himself still has to make a decision. So the Yankees have the fact that they're the Yankees. And he loves being a Yankee and the history and the pinstripes. Oh, and the captaincy. Don't forget about that captaincy. Forget your $350 million bucks. We can give you the captaincy. Oh, okay, sold. Right, that or, hmm, I don't know, captaincy, $400 million, I'm going with option B. I'll take the $400 million. So if the Giants not only have the potential to offer them the most money, what else can they offer them? Something the Yankees cannot. 
And that's going home, playing for the team he grew up rooting for. You never know. Maybe he's hurt by all those boos. Maybe he's bothered by Brian Cashman leaking the details of the contract. Maybe he's hurt because the Yankees didn't show him enough love. You've got to show him love. Robin S., I believe. Speaking of music, I love that. Yankees didn't show him enough love, potentially. Well, now all of a sudden things change. And they be like, yeah, of course they change after I had 62 homers. Now you want me to be a lifelong Yankee. Where were you in March? So the deciding factors will be, A, does Judge want to go home? B, does Judge prefer to be a Yankee? And C, will Judge just take the best offer, which... We're unsure if that's going to be the Giants or Yankees at the moment. Prior to Hal's comments yesterday, I would say definitively it's going to be the Giants. That they will offer him the most money, the longest term contract. But Hal was saying yesterday they're ready to spend. They're not going to lose Judge because of that. We're going to find out. Push will come to shove eventually. So I still believe... Now, those are all the things that could happen and will happen potentially here as we move forward. But I believe the Giants will offer him the most money. And the Yankees will be close, but not to that level that the Giants are at. And then he's going to have to make a decision. Go home and take the most money or take a little bit less and come back to being a Yankee. 877-337-6666. 66, your call's on the other side. Knicks get a win in Utah. I can't even call it a big win. It's just a win, although I guess any win for them is a big win. Nets get spanked in Sacramento. The Yankees bring back Anthony Rizzo. What's next? Okay, yeah, they're trying to bring back the same team as last year. Good, but what is that going to do for them moving forward? How much better can the Yankees be? Week 11 in the NFL. As we look ahead to the Jets and Patriots in New England, a huge game for the Jets. Robert Sala, Zach Wilson, all the above. The organization, this is the game for this team. I mean, look, it's not a playoff game. It's not a Super Bowl, but it's as close as you could get to a playoff game without actually playing in a playoff game for the Jets. Enormous game this weekend with the AFC East on the line if the Jets, in fact, win that game. Giants is well back in action. They'll take on the Lions at home in another game that they have to win before they get set to take on their pseudo-playoff game on Thanksgiving in Dallas against the Cowboys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. G 
Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. and football and hoops and hockey are both underway. Wager on all of it and more right now with Superbook Sports. Sal Licata here for the best wagering app around. Superbook has a dedicated team of odds makers in Las Vegas and now has a $1,000 first bet bonus. When the sports world is busy, get busy winning money. Download the Superbook Sports app in New Jersey or visit Superbook.com and start placing your bets now. Visit Subbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666. We should have a new rule. If nobody's calling, I get to go home. How about that? Otherwise, you just got to sit here and talk to myself, and that's boring. I mean, I'm going to talk to Fleegs and Marco, of course. We've been doing that throughout the course of the night. And I always forget, always, I want to get some peanuts because my energy is really low at this particular point, and I needed something. I'm out of protein bars. So I was going to do that. I had to go to the vending machine. Thank goodness they take credit card at the vending machine because I don't have any cash on me. Who does? I mean, I have a $5 bill, and that's not going to get it done. Anyway, had some peanuts, drink some water, and then I remembered, oh, crap, it's 3.30, and it's Wednesday. Waiver wire time. And I have to look over my three teams and kind of manage them. I'll tell you one guy, fantasy football tips from Salicata. One guy I'd pick up if he's out there, and I'm assuming he would be in the majority of leagues, is Eli Moore. I love the idea of him now going to be used out of the slot. At some point, the Jets are going to have to unleash that weapon. He's a weapon. He's too good. We saw it with our own eyes. Throw him the damn ball. And using him in the slot, I feel like, is the most effective way. And maybe, you know, Wilson will look for him underneath. Who knows? Check down, whatever. Get him the ball in some space. Eli Moore can do the rest. So I would take a flyer on him. You know, here's the one thing, Fleegs, that I'm confused about. The players become available. Certain players become available after 3 a.m. And then the waiver claims, though, still, I guess, are pending, right, with certain yeah, guys? Yeah, so it takes, like, another hour for them to be processed. Like, I even know the order of my leagues, which one to check first. One around four, the last one will come in around 5 a.m. Like, you'll see which guys got claimed on waivers and are unavailable. Because they have the yellow thing next to them? Right, you just don't know if you know if your claim is the one that won that player yet. Hmm, somebody claimed. Sometimes, I know this, the email sometimes comes before it goes through on Yahoo. Oh, so yeah. you can at least plan around what you know before the guy's on your roster. Yeah, I don't even check that email anymore. Um, uh, you know what's annoying to me? I think the guy that I'm going to be playing... This week, who happens to be in first place in one of uh, one of the team, one of the leagues that I'm in, guys in first place, and he's got everybody on by, and I have the most points in the league, and I'm in second place by a game, so I'm going to take him out this week. But now it looks like he's probably going to put in for. Oh no, maybe not. I was going to say he's going to put in for Russell Wilson, who was my quarterback. Well, Wilson stinks anyway this year. 
Uh, no fantasy value there. Anyway, I always forget. I want to do this at the beginning of the break so I can manage the three teams. And then by the time I remember, it's like, uh, hey, you're listening to the fan. Give us a call. Be the ball. It's also maybe the most important segment of the week for you to have callers because, like you said yesterday, while they're talking, that's where you're, uh-huh, Yeah, uh-huh. exactly, right. Line them up now so you guys can sit here and talk, and I'll pretend that I'm listening to what you have to say, and then I'll make my waiver claims. Marco doesn't play fantasy, so let's have him once a week after the 3 a.m. update on a Wednesday morning stay and do a movie review, pretty much whatever yeah, right. Marco just, wants. Right. Just talk and, and fill we'll for 15 minutes. And waivers and free agency. Yeah, exactly. Fill for 15 minutes while Fleegs and I maintenance our, our football teams. 877-337-6666. John is in Mattituck. What's up, John? Hey, Sal. How are you? Good, John. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, I've been listening to you since you started. I think uh, in the beginning I was a little leery, but I think you're fantastic. Um, I'm from Sayville, so I um, I graduated Connectquat in 1981. Oh. Um, uh, me yeah, too. I heard you. Me too. Yeah, I, I heard... was uh, 97. I graduated. Yeah, I know. I know you're a young guy. Um, I heard you now, talking let me, let about me ask you something though, John, and we'll have plenty of time to get what we want to talk about. What were your reservations early on about me? Um, I guess it was uh, your negative your negativity against uh, Edwin Diaz. Um, oh. I hated I hated the trade. I I really thought it was a horrible trade. Um, but you were so negative. You you wanted him out of town and everything else, which is fine. And you were right um, well, in no. the beginning. But well, well, you're right. <laughs> I was right in 2019, but I was wrong. That may have been the most wrong I've ever been. Believe it or not, get in line. Where I said definitively that I've never felt more confident in anything, knowing that Edwin Diaz will never make it in New York, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because you um, saw—I mean, you saw it, John, in 2019. It was the worst season for a closer I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, uh, I hated the trade. I loved that uh, the kid that they gave up, uh, Kendrick. I think Kelnick. His name was. Yeah, Jared Kelnick. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I he hasn't done much. Mm-hmm. Um, I but anyway, um, going back to Connecticut, I heard you talking about a Miss uh, Capabianco. Yeah, Mrs. Capabianco, Miss Cap. She used to well, talk like that. Well, yeah, <laughs> was she an English teacher? She was an English teacher. Yes, did you have her in nineteen seventy eight? <laughs> well, I mean, I had her in 1990-something, so maybe like 94. I mean, talk about years later. I, I'm i assuming it's the same person, but she used to talk like this, had a real deep voice. Sound was, she, was she very adamant about your penmanship? Um, I don't recall, but I do think she called my mother okay. one time and like complained <laughs> about that I wasn't paying attention. and She <laughs> might have been. Miss Capabianco, yeah. yeah. See, the one that I had in 78, she was like a 25-year-old girl. She was absolutely gorgeous, long black hair, and uh, just a beautiful woman. Well, by the time I saw her, she was not uh, that. And she did have have short black hair, though, so maybe it was the same. Hey, do you remember Mr. Kessel? He was my favorite. Mr. Kessel was also, I believe, an English teacher. A little bit later well, on. Sound, it sounds familiar. Mr. Moran. Uh, I, liked, I, I liked Mr. Kessel. You know why? Because he used to like my jerseys. I would wear Jason Isringhausen jersey, and he would always say, oh, that's a great shirt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. See, I, I was in school with uh, Scotty Heaton uh, from Sachem, you know, those guys. Uh, Neil Heaton. Oh, Neil Heaton, sure. Um, yeah, the lefty pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, his brother Scotty was in my class. Mm-hmm. But, um. Anyway, anyway yeah. um, going back to the Giants, um, I'm a Jet fan. Uh, 
Um, I've never been a Giants fan, but I think Daniel Jones has been getting uh, too much heat, to tell you the truth. In this right now, I wouldn't mind Daniel Jones over Zach Wilson, to tell you the truth. I know Zach has more of an upside, um, but you got to give this kid a break on the Giants because um, he's had nothing. He's had all kinds of change. He has no receivers this year, Um, but he's doing a great job. Well, I mean, I think Daniel Jones has done a nice job. My personal opinion is that I believe the ceiling for Zach Wilson is higher. And it's not a knock on Daniel Jones, although I guess you could take it like that. Daniel Jones, to me, has been a very good game manager under Brian Dable and with the Giants this year. He's won a ton of games. Daniel Jones has basically done all that's been asked of him. He's made plays with his arm when he's had to. He's obviously made plays with his legs. He's limited his mistakes. He's been a good leader. I've always liked his intangibles. I just look at him as a, and look, maybe he's a better version of Ryan Tannehill, but I look at him with a ceiling. Whereas I look at Zach Wilson as a kid who's still very raw, and maybe he lacks the intangibles, the leadership abilities that Daniel Jones has. Zach Wilson's going to have to earn the respect of that locker room, and he's got to go out there and produce. But I look at his talent and think that he can be a game changer as opposed to a game manager. But that's just my personal opinion. And and his size doesn't worry you? You think he can see over the line and all of that stuff? Yeah, I don't worry about that. I like his escapability, uh, his quickness. He can make big plays with his legs. He's got a big arm. I mean, look. If it were all about size, then you'd see quarterbacks that were 6'5 having great success, and that's not the case. And Daniel Jones, I know, stands yeah. tall in the pocket, but he, you know, he's been prone to making mistakes years prior. Obviously, with Dable, it's a different type system, and they're running the football much better. But I wouldn't worry. And we've seen smaller quarterbacks have some success. So, no, I, I, I think Zach, I would not worry about the size. I wouldn't let that be a determining factor. Well, I hope you're right, and I hope he, uh, I, I just, I'm looking so forward to Sunday, and I just, I would love to see him put it to Belichick. Well, either way, John, and thank you for the call, either way, the whole point, and then this is what being a sports fan is about. I know a lot of times we get caught up in the negativity, and oh, this guy sucks, and that team sucks, and why don't they do this, and why don't they do that? Ultimately, what we all love as sports fans, whichever team you root for, are the big games. Win or lose, you want the games to look forward to, the games to watch. And the Jets and Giants have both provided us with important games this year. And it seems with the Jets, one's bigger than the next. Three weeks ago, or whatever it was when they took on New England, back in week eight, huge game. Now, obviously they lost, but it was a huge game. Followed up with the big win against Buffalo. Going in, that was a you know huge division game. People, excuse me, people looking at Buffalo saying it's an impossible game. All of a sudden, you watch the game and the Jets beat them. And now here we go, another huge game in New England. And look at the slate. I mean, there are plenty of big games lined up too beyond this one. Even home against the Bears and Justin Fields. Fields makes it exciting. And the fact that the Jets are in the playoff hunt makes it exciting. At Minnesota, another big team. At Buffalo, another big team. Slows down a bit after that until the final couple weeks. And for the Giants, you know, these two games are, you know, the the win against Houston, blah, whatever. I mean, they won the football game, and it's they, they have to do that. Sometimes 
Good teams aren't going to be at their best. And you know what? They got to make sure that they don't lose those games. How many times have we seen the Giants lose these games over the years? But they went out there, played a poor game, but still found a way to win. They have to do the same thing against Detroit before the marquee matchup against Dallas. And then the real fun begins because Thursday, you know, Thanksgiving Thursday against the Cowboys, obviously a huge game. After that, three straight division games. And then they close out with the division game in Philadelphia. They also have a trip to Minnesota on the schedule as well. I mean, these are this is something that money cannot buy. Like for you and I. Obviously the teams could, you know, invest money properly and they could win and, and have a good team, but we as fans have no choice. And over the last several years between both these teams, we have had zero exciting games. We've had nothing to look forward to outside of maybe week one and week two. That was it. Now they've given us multiple games. I almost forget what it feels like to have big football games for a change to watch. It's been so long. And don't make any plans unless you plan on going to the game. Come January. I mean, you are going to have the Jets and Giants playing postseason games. Knock on wood. The NL East is over. Mike is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Mike? Sal, what's happening, man? How you been? How are you, Mike? I'm okay. Two things. One, if you're the commanders, do you stick with yes. Heineke or you go back to Wentz? No, there's not a chance in hell I go back yeah. to Carson Wentz. I agree. I mean, how, how could you? Okay. Wentz has been nothing but a loser. I'm sorry. I hate to say that. I agree. I agree. Actually, I don't hate to say it. Screw him. He's a loser. But Tyler Heineke has been a great quarterback. What a hustler. He's great. I, I like him. I like him. I agree. I, I shouldn't say he's been a great quarterback. You know what I mean. He's been just a uh, – yeah. he's been a fun, winning quarterback. And those, those guys, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's something to him. I know he's not the most talented, not the most skilled quarterback – but, but, man, he does whatever it takes to try to win oh, a football man, he, game. Oh, man, he drives, yeah, 100%. Number two, your problem, you know what the problem is with, your, with, you, with these cameras you have? You're going to do what I do. Last year, I went on to Amazon. You got to put open the license plate with one of these clear covers on it. That the cameras can't read the license plate. Isn't that illegal? I, I, don't, I never had a problem. I drive everywhere. Really? I so know. a, oh, a clear... Buddy. Yeah, I'm waiting for the one in the mail from the other day. I hate that. I hate... Wait, just let me know. I hate the or, unknown. Or if you don't... Uh, what I did, I put up my wife's car. I didn't put nothing on because she's nervous. She's a nervous wreck. I put a spray. I sprayed so I bought something on Amazon. I sprayed on there. It's a tint. She can't tell. So far, so good. Not good. Nothing in the mail. Yeah, I don't know. And you've been blowing through these stoplights... Not stoplights, but you've been going through these speed zones at uh, at a high level? Oh, listen to me. Me personally, I tell you what I do. I got templates on my car. I don't care. Well, so you're, I mean, obviously you're now participating in illegal activity, no, which I cannot me, condone I, I don't support. Can, I can't listen, listen to me. They're, they're, they're choking you, man. You don't understand. They're choking you. Oh, no, I, you can, no, I know. I'm, I'm getting you. choked. I get it. They don't want you to drive a car no more. That's the problem. They do not want you to drive a car in, in New York anymore. I think you're right. And I, I've, th- I've, thought, you. I've thought about this myself, Mike, and I don't know how you do it, but I know it's not legal. And thank you for the call and the advice, although I can't take you up on that. I'm a man who obeys, uh, obeys the law. I mean, unless they're telling me to do, you know, 25 and it's going, I mean, I, I got I to gotta do 30 at least. 
But you're right. I have thought about I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep getting these tickets. It's ridiculous. Can't even drive anymore. Then I think about the alternative. Unfortunately, there is no alternative. I mean, I know there's literally alternatives as far as taking the bus or the train, but those aren't good alternatives. Who wants to do that, especially at these hours? No way. Imagine I like getting out of this building, walking to my car right across the street, getting in and getting home within an hour. It's a good day if I get home before I hear the Boomer and Geo open. If I had to take the train, I'd be walking outside, go to the subway, wait 20 minutes at this hour for the subway to come, hope I don't get murdered or mugged on the way to from, uh, from the station to Penn Station, then wait for the train, whatever time that's leaving from Penn, to go back to Ronkonkoma. It would take me two hours if I survived. Can't do it. There are no good options. Have to drive. But I find myself now, after the initial onslaught of tickets that I got in the mail, I was very aware and like, oh, yeah, I'm doing 26. Okay, here you go. And now it's like sometimes I just forget. I get in the car naturally. I'm like, and then you see the white light flash behind. It's like, oh, crap. I forgot about these damn tickets. And I thought it was just a city thing. I didn't realize that Queens counts as the city. I mean, I guess I understand it now. Yeah, I understand that now, but I was just thinking it was a New York City thing. I mean, come on. Queens is on Long Island, right? The five boroughs are all New York City. Hey, but come on. I mean, so that's the rule everywhere now? Outside of actual Long Island? I'll tell you, if they had these rules on Long Island, I don't know what I would do. I just can't take it. I should, so the, the five boroughs are New York. You know, and New York right. City, you think Manhattan, but most like the like you know the meters are the same mm-hmm. on all the five boroughs. That's the that all is the same. Yes. Okay, so those speeding laws, Correct. it's not just Manhattan; it's Queens and whatever else. I was assuming it was just Manhattan because that's what I count as the city. I don't when I refer to Queens, it's not the city; it's Queens. I think it might have been just Manhattan that went to the lower speed limit in some areas, but well, yeah. I saw. I mean. The, the problem is, I saw it after it was too late. Some guy wasn't moving. I'm trying to get to the Ranger game. I was leaving a funeral with my nephew going to the garden to the Ranger game. And I, I wanted to just go. I wanted to get there. Some guy's not moving in front of me. Like, what is this guy's problem? So I go into the right lane and I go around him. And then I see that white light flash behind me. And I was like, oh, no. And then I checked a couple of blocks up. Trying to see, like, oh, oh, there's these signs here. Sure enough, cameras cameras are watching you, whatever the hell the sign says. Speed limit, 25 miles an hour. Cameras will get you. Okay, so now I'll sit back and wait until we get that one in the mail. Another 50 bucks down the drain. Good news is I didn't park the car in a garage at the garden. It was Sunday, so I found a spot on the street. So even Steven. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today.
Sal Licata back on the fan. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Your calls until then. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this Wednesday morning. We started the show talking about Anthony Rizzo being back with the Yankees. Good, great, grand. What's next for the Yankees as they look to just bring the band back together again? One more run at it. Yeah, things will change next year. Sure. Just stay healthy. Hope for health in 2023. That's the Yankee slogan moving forward to next year. And that's assuming that they bring Aaron Judge back. But that's a big assumption. You know what happens when you assume. As for the Mets, nothing doing just yet. But there is fear in losing Jacob deGrom to the Rangers. The Mets believe the Rangers are serious suitors, which leads them potentially to inquire about Justin Verlander. So we'll see how the Mets are going to try to put together their rotation, and then from there, you know, talk about improving. The Mets not only need to bring a rotation back, but they have to upgrade their lineup. I don't understand it. It's all this talk about the uh, pitching, 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 pitching. Didn't they learn anything from last year? They need bats. Go get some bats. The Knicks get a nice win on the road in Utah. Hey, what a difference a dinner makes. Julius Randle taking uh, the team out to dinner, uh, players-only dinner. Yeah, guys trying to hold each other accountable, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it worked for a night. Let's see it consistently where the Knicks can give the effort. You know, it's just a matter of time before Tibbs is handed his walking papers. That's how it is. I mean, it is year three. I mean, how many coaches in the last 20 years for the Knicks have lasted more than a year? Certainly two years. Year three? Look out. Grim Reaper is at the door. But at least for a night, the Knicks were able to play a solid game and beat the Jazz. The Nets did anything but. They got squashed by Sacramento, giving up 153 points. I mean, that is an embarrassment for Brooklyn. Uh, what else did we discuss? Well, we were discussing Week 11 in the NFL as well. 877-337-6666. Jason calling from Edison, New Jersey. What's up, Jason? Hey, Sal. How are you? How are you, Jason? I'm doing well. I, I First, I have a question about these camera things, okay? So when you get these tickets mailed, your house and it says you've got a ticket and it's got your license plate do you get like points on your license for speeding or, no. or it's just a money grab no just, just a, a money grab just a money grab just a money grab because a few a few years ago i remember they used to have them in new jersey and i got one in washington dc for speeding and i literally wrote back to them and said i wasn't driving i wasn't in possession of my car you know and mm. nothing came of it but i guess it's, it's a money grab as long as your insurance doesn't go up or if you don't, you know, get points on yeah, your license. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, right, I'm pretty sure it's no points on the license, just you pay, in this case, I think it's 50 bucks for whatever it is. I may try that move. Hey, it wasn't me driving. Somebody stole yeah, my car. I valet, I, val, I valet, I was at a hotel. That's what I said in D.C. I happened to be with my family there for about four days visiting the sites, and I got this ticket. It definitely was my car. I definitely 100% was driving, but what I said was, I wasn't in my in possession of my car for four days because we valeted it when we got there, and I didn't pick it up until we left. And I said maybe you know they Ferris Bueller'd my car and took it for joy rides right. and and that you know and, and that you was got that. Out of it? And then one hundred percent, one hundred percent, never heard never heard from them again. Interesting. You better hope it's not outstanding. See, I get worried about that. Like, if I don't pay it and then you have outstanding ticket and then there's another one or whatever, I don't want anybody well, coming to my house and arresting me. I don't want to go to jail. Well, well, well no, and that, that's why I ask if it's points and in, insurance, if, if there's those kind of causes, then you can kind of say, hey, it wasn't me. 
But B, I think they're just ticketing the car, the plate, regardless of who's driving. That's what it sounds like to me. Right. So, oh, right, right. I got you. Probably, yeah. Right. They don't really yeah, care who's get, driving. Somebody with that license plate in that car that belongs to me at my address is getting a ticket, and somebody better pay it. Right. right. It's almost like a parking ticket. I don't care who parked, you know, if the car was illegal. So Correct. What, what what are you going to do? It seems like everything these days is a money grab. Either and way, very, very yeah, and that's, you know, that's what I was going to say. Either way, I mean, they got to be making money hand over fist with this scheme here. It sounds like they're making money hand over fist just on you alone. <laughs> You're exactly right, Jason. Although I learned my lesson after 200 bucks. Although I thought. I'm probably getting one in the mail soon. But that's it for me, I swear. Yeah, 250. Exactly. So now we're putting a 250. You know, no play, more play yelling. Play. Yeah, no more yelling from me and no more speeding tickets. That's it. End of story. Speeding that's, at 30 miles that, an hour. I mean, geez. Uh, yeah. And then very quick on Daniel Jones, very quick. I think it's very, very hard to assess anything about Daniel Jones given, I mean, who he's playing with. I'm a season ticket holder. He threw the first touchdown pass, and then you know how they make the announcement in the stadium? Daniel Jones, nine-yard pass to, and they say this guy's name, and everyone in my section went, who? <laughs> everyone, everyone went, who? Yeah. And literally, literally I, I mean, I said like this. I said, I think I saw that guy in the parking lot because number 83 didn't exist last week on this team. You know, and I saw a guy wearing number 83, and I said, I think I saw that guy in the parking lot, like, you know, tailgating, and here he is catching a touchdown. Darius Slayton, I mean, if you want to do Zach Wilson and you want to do Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton would be number four as a receiver on the Jets behind the three guys they have now. He'd literally be number four. I don't think this guy has had enough on the offensive line. I don't think he, aside from Saquon Barkley, and this is the first year he's 100% healthy, Aside from Saquon Barkley, I don't think he's had enough receivers. I don't think he's had enough tight ends. I don't think he's had enough uh, offensive line to even make a really fair assessment on what kind of player he's going to be. Right, but I don't look at it like that, Jason, and thank you for the call. Good stuff. I don't think you could look at – I mean, you guys are funny, and this has been going on for years with Daniel Jones. I don't think you could look at a quarterback and evaluate him based on – Everything around him. It's not about that. It's about him. When I'm evaluating Daniel Jones, I'm looking at him with my eyes, watching how he plays the game. In other words, he makes a big play. He hits an open Kenny Galladay. Galladay drops it. I don't say, well, Daniel Jones sucks because they didn't complete the play for a touchdown or a first down or whatever it could have been. I look at it and say, well, Kenny Galladay sucks. He's got to get cut. Enough of him. You can watch the quarterback and evaluate him for what he does. His mobility, his decision-making, his escapability, the way he reads the defense. All the above, the strong arm, the accurate arm. It's not about the offensive line or running the football or the wide receivers. I mean, look, yeah, you want to load me up with an offensive line who's going to protect And with wide receivers who are all pros and a running back who's an all pro, guess what? There's a good chance that that offense is going to have success too. And I can't even throw the football. Point is, you make it like, well, yeah, okay, well, he needs a Hall of Fame receiver and he needs this and that. Yeah, well, I mean, what quarterback, real quarterback, wouldn't succeed in that situation? You you guys got to stop with the excuses and just evaluate him 
for what he is, which, by the way, has been very good this year. He's been solid. But when I look at him, I find limitations. Now, it, this has been going on for years. This is before Brian Dable. In Dable's offense, he's having success. But he is not being asked to do the same things that the top-tier quarterbacks in a league are doing. But when you look around at the quarterback play overall, Daniel Jones has been one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. And it's not a coincidence that the Giants have one of the better records in the NFL. But you got to be able to look at the quarterbacks individually and their skill set and watch them play a game regardless of the weapons. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't have any weapons to throw to. Yeah, what are you? Are you focused on the stats? I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about looking at him, watching the way that he plays. That's how I would evaluate a quarterback. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 